I went out this morning and I paid off the rest of my DUI. Got rid of the rest of my DUI ticket. Thank you guys for listening because without you, I wouldn't have made that that little bit that it was left. I needed some of that to help pay for my DUI. Thank you guys. Believe me, I don't drink anymore because when I, I, I've had the urge, don't get me wrong, but you know what? I don't need to go to a meeting or, or talk to somebody. That makes me want to drink, going to these meetings. Go talk about what happened when you drank and what you were doing and all that old making the drink sound good, you know. I guess maybe that helps it to feel helps them to feel like they know the drink is strong. And so it's kind of like they go worship the drink in order to stay away from it. I don't know. It's kind of strange, but I understand the concept of wanting to share your feelings. So hey, open a podcast. You know, with anchor.com. No, just kidding. No, but hey, uh, if something beats you up enough, you finally let it go. I mean, I could say that. If you if it beats you up enough, you're going to let go of it. I guarantee you. You're going to let go. But I am so pleased, so happy to finally get that DUI ticket out of the way. I mean, and it feels like, uh, and it was a low blow. It was two points over the legal limit. But the judge still gave me five years probation and um, <laughs> five years probation, you know, not reporting probation, just five years of don't mess up again. And um, then he gave me thousands of dollars in fines and fees. And then I had to go work for them for free for so many, like 40 hours or something. Uh, then these classes, it came to these classes that you're supposed to take. And this is what I find strange is the guy let me go without classes. The guy told me that it seems like I'm all right and that I don't need his classes. And I said, I bet you have this happen all the time. He said, you're the first one. Yeah, doesn't that sound strange? Don't get me wrong. I am thankful because, my gosh, man, I'll be honest with you. I can't handle no classes. I can't handle reporting to some person that, looks at you and talks at you like you're less than they are. I just don't like that. And I refuse to be around that kind of behavior. You know, I, I just, I've been to these classes. I've been to, I've been to rehab type places, you know, I've been to all that kind of stuff. And there's just too much in America. I think it's, I don't know if it's just America altogether or what, but there's just too much uh, want to be authority people. Too many people want to be the authority, you know? Um, you go to you go on a new job and you got people who want to start bossing you around because you're new. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I thought that was my boss. And then they get quiet. I've, I've had it happen so many times. I'm like, hey, what are you doing telling me what to do? I already know my job and you're coming over here telling me what to do. Did he tell you to, that you could supervise me? You know, I make sure I go and check. I'm not going to let a, an, a fellow employee boss me around because they've been there longer because they will try. <laughs> but anyway, the whole authority discipline thing, I got to be honest with you. There's something immoral about all of it. There's something extremely immoral about hypocrites disciplining people. I, I it's to me, it's totally immoral. That's all I'm going to say. You got guys that go home and beat their wives and then come outside and act like they're holier than thou and tell you what to do. You know what I'm saying? It, that kind of thing angers me. It upsets me. You know, I try not to look at it. I try to see the other side of whatever that is. I try to 
focus on positivity, but it's always right there in your face. You know, it's some people and it's not everybody. We know that we know it's not everybody, but just that whole authority thing, that whole discipline you because you this and that. I don't like it. So anyway, make a long story short. My reason, one of my reasons for for not wanting to drink ever again is because I refuse to make you money by paying taxes so that you can charge me for a DUI when I've had two beers. I mean, my situation wasn't like that, but but I'm just saying in general, overall, I'm, I refuse to buy any more alcohol because I refuse to pay you taxes. I refuse to do that. I am not going to do it. For what? So you got more money to play with people? I don't, I, I, you know, decent policing is one thing, but and decent justice is one is another thing. It's just sometimes they get carried away. I mean, you get a DUI, they'll charge you thousands and thousands of dollars. Then you got to go pay to put a blow tube in your car and blow in that for a year. And if you don't do it, you start over some weird funky stuff. Anyway, I totally get it because it worked for me. You can believe that, buddy. I will never buy any more of their alcohol. If I can avoid it, I will never buy any more alcohol just to avoid making them richer. <sighs> that's how I feel about it. I've already learned my lesson on drinking and driving. I'm not going to do that. That's, that's just dumb. And it's true. Sometimes people die because they were hit by some idiot driving on the wrong side of the road. Well, don't put that on everybody. See, that's what I see. You put it on everybody. And so now anybody that drinks and they're behind the wheel, they're a criminal. Well, you could see it that way, but you can also see it as somebody suffering with a problem. And when I grew up, they were doing it normally. People weren't getting hit and killed either. They were drinking and drinking and going home. They drink on the job all day, drive home drunk, park their vehicle, go in and get more drunk, wake up the next morning and do it all over again. No one got hurt, you know? So. I, I just think that some of these laws need to be lessened. I mean, there's just a little too much. I mean, how are you going to blow two points over and have to pay thousands of dollars? It's less like a game to me. Well, you drank too much of it. Oh, you you sipped one sip too many. Uh, get down and give me 50. You know, I, just to me, it. Hey, teach yourself a lesson and stop robbing people. That's ridiculous. It definitely worked, though. I won't drink your alcohol no more. You won't make those extreme crazy taxes off me anymore. You can believe that, buddy. Um, but anyway, I'm glad to have it paid off. That's the positive thing. And um, I am glad that, um, that I'm over that. <laughs> I'm glad I'm over it. Um, and I'm glad I went and Got everything taken care of that I needed to take care of. Even though I didn't want to, I did it. That way I can live without looking over my shoulder, watching my back, or you know, worrying about getting pulled over because you got a DUR and you ain't paid it off. Insurance going higher and all that good stuff. It's crazy. Uh, for a while, they just kept uh, charging me. You know, I pay... I paid more on a W-2, which is another thing they make you do. They get you make you get higher insurance uh, when you get a DUI. You have to pay higher insurance for like, I think it was three years. I had to pay higher insurance. <laughs> yeah, my insurance skyrocketed. 
But then, but then the weird thing is when it all got adjusted out, it was the same amount I was paying before. How does that make any sense? It's like they were charging me too much before. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that was uh, crazy. And sometimes I'm nuts. But uh, if you think I'm crazy, I'm really not. I might sound like it sometimes, but I'm not. I'm not paranoid that somebody's out to get me. Um, I could care less if you have an agenda against me because I don't know anybody anyway. Nobody knows me that they may think they do, but they don't. Um, so basically when I started uh, podcasting, it was because I got tired of people trying to nose into my business. I thought, you know what? I'll just put it out there. Then you don't have to pry into my business. There you go. I wrote a book. I wrote a book about some of the stuff that happened. Uh, my first book, The Misguided Empath, <laughs> that was uh, a true story. The entire book was based on a true story. I just changed the names. And there's more to it, but I ain't telling you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, my second book, uh, Weird Story Shories, was actually originally named Of Hell and Hypocrites. But no one would take it, not even for free. Isn't that crazy? No one would take my book of hell and hypocrites, even on a free promotion. And another thing, when I changed the title, they took it quick. It was called, I changed it to Weird Store Chores. And they just started flying off the thing. Well, at least on the free things. A few people bought it, but um, yeah, they started taking it when it was free. Well, I'm uh, doing that same promotion right now for the next five days. You can get my book, Weird Store Stories. You can download it for free. It doesn't matter if you uh, are a member of Kindle or whatever. It's free. It's a free promotion. So my book, my ebook, Weird Stort Stories, is free until I think the 5th. It's absolutely free. So help yourselves, man. It's it's funny. Now, if you can get past the first story, it might be a little a little intense for you. But if you can get past that, you'll like the rest of them. I guarantee you like them. Anyway, I said all that to just be saying something, I guess. Um, Y'all have a great day, and uh, I guess I'm going to do what I got to do.